0: Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Plant Medicine Path. Psychedelic plant medicine has finally found its way into mainstream healing. A catalyst that can be experienced and healed on a weekend psychedelic healing journey has been compared to 10 years of traditional therapy. This is a path of healing given to you by the medicine and through the process of integration and community, your life will be transformed. Please follow us on Facebook at Plant Medicine Path and online at Plant
0: Medicine to ascension of the chessmen diving into the esoteric occult spiritual and conspiratorial aspects of life focused on solutions to the problems we face in our everyday lives let us ascend above all differences let us be the light in darkness a breath of fresh air to those who can hardly breathe and together awaken into greatness This is Ascension of the Chessmen with your host, Andre Mitty.
1: Welcome to the Ascension of the Chessmen podcast. I'm your host, Andre Mitty. Today's guest is a truth seeker, uh, comedian, and musician. Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and fairies, give a warm welcome to Tino Sanchez.
2: Hey, how you doing?
1: Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, Pleasure to have you. Um it's honestly a tradition on my show Tino uh for every guest uh, the first question is always for those who aren't familiar can you explain what it is that you do and I guess what woke you up to realizing maybe there's more to this life than you originally taught or thought Uh
2: what I do is I uh, try to find the path of least resistance <laughs> yeah. Uh I I've been compared to water Mm. Uh, when i used to do jiu jitsu this guy said you're like water i did jiu jitsu <laughs> for many years
0: Bruce and does. uh
2: and then it and then it's funny because de silva what was his name silva remember the ufc fighter Yeah, yeah. Was that his first name And he did that, that that documentary called like water but uh yeah i've always been kind of a right-brained thinker uh more artistic that's the right brain right yeah <laughs> and <laughs> that's uh, how um, which reminds me of that song by Jack White, uh, "Fell in Love with a Girl." My left, my my left and my right brain need to have a meeting. What a beautiful, brilliant lyric. Anyway, so yeah, it, I've always been, uh, you know, the, the non, uh, not always the non-conformist. I was just having this conversation with my girlfriend in the sixth grade. My desk was put in the corner uh, instead of having me stand in the corner so much. The teacher put my desk in the corner. And because uh, I've just never been able to shut up or in uh, you know and conform. And I think Sam is all Sam Tripoli has also brought it up that you know it's those people that were in school that that were the disruptive ones, the ones that the teachers would say, Oh, he has so much potential. I heard that a lot. He has so much potential. If he would just apply himself, uh, and it turns out that those are the free thinkers, those are the guys that you want. Those are the they're not the sheep, they're not the I mean.
0: Exactly. For Christ's
2: sake, what's going on with the with the with the mass and those kids in Reno are, oh are protesting because they want to they want to reinforce the mass mandate. Jesus oh Christ, God.
0: it never I ends, mean, brother. Was,
2: <laughs> this the, before I go before I, I mean get back to who I am, what I do, but it's yeah. like the saddest thing that I have discovered with this whole thing was just how many sheep there are. Yeah. I mean. Just the, the other day, last week, I, w- I went to Target, I went to Ikea, and I went to Walmart, and I was the only one not wearing a mask in all three of those mega stores. Wow. Anyway, so what am I? I'm a habitual line stepper. I'm an uh, uh, ex-DJ. I was a DJ for many years. Uh, DJ J. Black Belt. Uh, my brother calls me a beast master. I a passion project. I got into training dogs, and I started peaceloveandpitbulls.org. Nonprofit rescue training for pit bulls, and there's my boy Pony Boy over there, laying by the awesome. door. <laughs> Pony it, Boy, <laughs> Pony Boy, come say hi. Oh, anyway, so um, and then currently, you know, working with uh, doing stand up comedy. Been doing that since 2014. Uh, I was a DJ for almost 20 years before that. Uh, I kind of got into the cannabis thing, which we talked about before we started rolling
1: yeah.
2: um, because one of my dogs got cancer, and she was given eight weeks to live. She made another five years, and we lost her to old age at the age of 17. She beat she beat lymphoma with cannabis oil. So this, this it's it's kind of like this um, – I'm kind of like the Forrest Gump, like stuff that I love to do it just happens to be what I was able to make a living off of, although I didn't make a million dollars planning on it ping pong like he did. Right. But uh, I was, I've was i been able to just kind of, you know, like water, just yeah. float around doing what I
1: love and, you know, like a living. living a dream,
2: yeah. basically. Yeah.
1: That's amazing, brother. Um, and truly an inspiration to, you know, everyone else that's, you know, feeling lost and, you know, not really seeing the path in front of them. They're just kind of going along with emotions, you know, not really. It's set on cruise control and, you know, ha- having no sense yeah. of direction. And, um, you know, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was raised like that too, of growing up in school, like, oh, you got potential, but you just need to do this, this and this. And, you know,
2: yeah, you just applied yourself <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I used that to old, hear that, all that just adage. apply himself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I took a similar path, man. And, um, for me, what woke me up was, um, you know, I, I watched a, a tremendous documentary, uh, "The Union: The Business Behind Getting High," many years ago, around the time oh, I yeah, started yeah. smoking weed, and just I remember that. Yeah, yeah. just made me Wasn't realize. Rogan
2: all over that? Was yeah, Rogan, Rogan was in that? it. Yeah,
1: it, yep. go ahead. Sorry, um, but yeah, just realizing. How much we have been lied to about this plant? I mean, that was my initial reaction once you get high for the first time. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> that just kind of like showed me how how useful this plant is, and um, you know, Bro. most useful plant known to man. <laughs> Bro,
2: I was a musician in bands from '95 until about when did when was my last band? 2000 when I started DJing. I I was playing a little bit. Um, I had bands all the way up until two, uh, 2000 wow. and uh, a little bit after. And I never smoked weed Damn. the entire time. I was playing in bands and, and playing out. And I'm like, <laughs> my God, how did I not know about this? Because, I mean, George Carlin, the great comedian, he would always say, write sober, punch up high. Mm. and it's funny because even after knowing that and seven years into comedy it just wasn't it was only till recently that i was like oh no 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 so what i do is i like to smoke or eat edibles before i go to sleep it helps me just go right out yeah but the but the problem is is i start writing Mm. i'm like laying in my bed and i'm like oh my god and i'm getting up my girlfriend's like you're always laughing in your sleep you're always (laughs) writing stuff down and like I wake <laughs> up and I'll just speak into my to my phone or or yeah. or I'll get on my notepad as I'm half asleep. And uh, there's been many times where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna get up, and I don't get up, and the next day it's it's gone. Yeah, but yeah, like that—that's kind of opening the third eye or, or, or turning up that yeah. dial that that antenna to the to the uh, zeitgeist or the ether or, right. or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, dude, I went through my whole band playing days with no weed that's crazy and
1: uh yeah
2: yeah and for writing 100 for 100 when i smoke weed i like i'll write and then okay. i'll just i'll smoke and then i'll just go down and i'll go over my notes and then i'll just start oh yeah it just starts sprouting it's yeah it's fun
1: it's great dude that, weed. that just that just made me uh recall like uh, a part of that documentary i was talking about like they, the union, yeah, yeah. They they mentioned they're like, you know, imagine all the musicians you've listened to throughout all the years. Like, you might as well throw them out because they all smoked weed. Like, oh, you're talking about Bill. You're talking about Bill Hicks. Yeah. Oh, or that was Bill Hicks, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was Bill Hicks. Yeah. yeah that was Bill and he's Hicks. He's got so. that.
2: He's got that. In, that's on Tools album, uh Anima or Anima. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And right before, I think it's Third Eye. He goes, "Yeah, people who are against drugs." He goes, "Uh." There's uh, all that music that enlightened the soul <laughs> yes. and made you feel better and the relationship's real fucking high on the truck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Go home and throw away all those, all that music that inspired you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bill Hicks
1: was, was the best. Yeah. As the a matter of fact, I'm going to smoke right now. I love mm. it, brother. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's crazy to believe, man. Uh, you had all those years playing music without lighting one up. I mean, were your bandmates lighting up at the time, and you were just not into it? I think my bass player smoked weed, uh, but I
2: was like Rogan when you hear him talk about it. He's right. like, "Oh, smoking weed is for losers, mm. dude." I was completely brainwashed. I bought I, my mom. I, so I grew up uh, going to church with my mom. Yeah, we were Christian, non-denominational, and uh, and it took my mom. I, I changed my mom's mind too because of my dog beating cancer mm. she was 100 oh the devil's lettuce and and it's evil and it's a gateway drug i'm like yeah it's a gateway to better sex <laughs> better food
1: better better drug. homes and gardening <laughs> yeah, better plant <laughs> <Because> medicines <laughs> yeah dude yeah
2: yeah actually that was a joke i never did better better food better sex better homes and gardening <laughs> <I> love <that. laughs> uh yeah, from but, uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I, my mom. Oh, so my mom wasn't a believer, and then she's so she had lupus. Mm. She was she got lupus, which is an autoimmune disease, which cannabis absolutely helped. Yeah, and so I think the the doctor, I think they, because she didn't tell him
0: what mm. she was doing,
2: and I think they go, yeah, I guess we just we had misdiagnosed you <laughs> because the lupus was gone. Yeah, yeah. From so we were doing the. CBD. Oh, geez. And the, tinct- and the tinctures. And, the- and I don't know if she got on the full extract. They, they tried to act but- like
1: it was their doing rather than.
2: No, no, no. She didn't know. They did, she didn't tell them mm. that, that she did the CBD. I mean, the cannabis. So, and then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, I guess we misdiagnosed you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I see, I see
1: that. Yeah, That's great, dude.
2: Yeah. So no more lupus. I, yeah. yeah. Crazy. So anyway, she was against it till, I mean, she saw my dog be cancer my dog was supposed to be dead in eight weeks and she made it another five years my mom's good friend that lived on her block died of lymphoma mm. and my mom would try to tell her and this this is how stubborn people are they are so brainwashed which what we were just talking about with the mask
1: how
2: yeah. the about these people that take the shot they're in the hospital because of the adverse reaction and like oh but it would have been so much worse i'm so glad i took this <laughs> shot i mean bro. I heard, a, I heard oh. a guy, Tim pool. He's a great quote. He said today, so facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. But yeah. feelings don't care about your facts yeah. and that's all they are. <laughs> it's just woo woo. I'm feeling.
1: Yeah. Re- and not thinking. Regurgitating talking points. <laughs> they heard talking all parrots nightly man. news. Parrots. Yes. parrots. So true, dude. Um, uh, I guess, could you get into like the, the regimen or how you came across, like this is the route I'm going to take with treating, um, your dog at the time, and uh, what was your dog's name again? Shorty. Shorty, that's
2: so, right. Yeah. So, um, actually, I got a great picture of her right here. Uh, this is her. So all these guys are gone. They were the original four of Peace, Love, and Pitbulls, and Shorty uh-huh. was, uh, so we lost him in 2012 to Hermangio sarcoma. He was only eight. And then uh, I didn't find out about Cannabis oil till two years later from a friend of mine from California told me about this these people Jesse the guy yeah from uh, Healing Project and uh so and then all three of these just ended up of old age they got this really bad um, arthritis and I had to put three all three girls ended up where they couldn't walk mm. and I, for a year straight I was carrying them in and out of the house and then finally it was just like okay it's just quality of life but so I had already lost Buster which was devastating because. Just the best dog ever. I got his paw print right here. Mm. Um, he, he died in 2012 at eight years old. Then Shorty, she was about, so that was 15, March 14, 2015. So she was about nine. Um, yeah, she was about nine and she was diagnosed with lymphoma. Her lymph nodes were, one morning I woke up, I mean, I was petting her when I woke up and I go, what the fuck's going on here? just the lymph nodes in her groin, on her shoulders, behind her legs, I didn't even know they had lymph nodes. Were they, I mean, they were all swollen. Took her to the vet. He said, yeah, she's got lymphoma. She's got about eight weeks to live. Uh, I, in that short amount of time, I, I found out. So this woman, this girl I know from LA sent me the information, we put her on. So that was uh, probably April of uh, 2015. Um, the lymph nodes took a while to go down and we were doing the prednisone at the same time, but we weaned her off of that as we went full cannabis oil. And then she just, you know, she could, her head had sunken in cause she was losing muscle mass. She was, she was, she was going, man. And then we got her on it, and She started getting back her muscle mass on her head. And she was, it was like, she was, it's like, it was like her body was pushing out the cancer because there would be these like cysts or, or like they look like big nipples bro they were like mm-hmm. uh, what do you call those on the outside like skin like tags boils? Big, they... well not boils but it was like sticking out like a big oh, skin yeah, tag, skin like skin a,
1: tag
2: yeah. yeah like a cyst I guess it was, anyway they were just they were just popping up and I would put the cannabis oil directly on them mm. and that shit it was like like the wicked witch of the west when you poured water on it that's a way old reference wow. but like you, you could just see it dying on her skin Two of those, ha- it happened. And then two separate dogs. Mm. And, and two years into her beating the eight weeks, I was in LA and the vet called me. He called me. The mm. vet that said she had eight weeks to live. And he goes, he goes I'm a believer. I tell everyone about your story because they mm. can't talk about it. Yeah. He tells them about, hey, you might want to go check out this guy's website.
1: Mm.
2: And, uh, he, you know, because every year, and I would, I would make a video and I'd send it at uh, f- Facebook it to his messenger. and I'd be like, Hey, she's still here mm. every year. And that was only year two. She made it five more years. And then just, she couldn't walk anymore. She was kind of pretty much deaf and she was mm. losing her sight. She was like a week shy of her 17th birthday in 2020. Wow. And uh, that's when we uh, let her go. That was, uh, that's amazing. So that was cool. That was uh she was a good girl. She was uh that was the oldest dog I ever had. Mm. And uh, that is old after for a that, dog. 17, man. Yeah. yeah. She, uh, she had a great, great run. She was a great, great dog. One of the best. Um, and then, you know, and then 100% sold on the oil. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we started Peace, Love and Pipples. And then I started a separate page on Facebook um, called My Dog Beat Cancer. I'll show you right here. Uh, if you guys, you know, if anybody's watching, uh, they, and by the way, this is not just dogs. This is people too. I mean, you know, the Tommy Chong story. I don't know. Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's my dog beat cancer. That's Buster when he was a pup right there. Um, and then, you know, I started that page for him, but my dog beat cancer with cannabis oil. And then you could also go to peace, love and which will take you to our Facebook page. Uh, and then there should be a link there as well, but, uh, oh yeah. Cause I got the CBD and this is Jesse in the healing project video of them talking about it. So right. Okay. That first pin post is, is, is there info? So if you can't find it, my dog, be cancer on Facebook, just go to peace, love and pitbulls.org, all spelled out. And it'll take you right here. And my first post is of uh, healing project, which is uh, Jesse and Isabel Ramirez.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to get the terminology correct. So when you were saying cannabis oil, are you talking like Rick Simpson oil? Um, okay. So it's
2: interesting. It's interesting that you say that because on our group page, there's a difference between cannabis. I mean, uh, Rick Simpson oil, we're all doing the full extra cannabis oil. I think that's what uh, um, uh, Rick Simpson is using as well. Mm. So we're talking about the full, the FICO, full extract cannabis oil. Right. And then the CBD, which now we're using hemp team, which is a nano CBD, which supposedly 96% absorption rates compared to like 13 right. of, of from cannabis. Have you heard that? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah I, think, I, have. I don't know if that, if that's right. So, and then to go from that to 96% absorption rate is huge. So, so what we found actually, it'd be great to have Jesse on If What we, what we found with, um, the cancer is you bombard it with the CBD mm. and then depending on the dog, depending on the type of cancer, start introducing the FICO, which is the can- the full extract cannabis oil, which right. has the THC yep, in it. Yep. So the CBD and the THC together creating this thing called the entourage effect, which in turn kills the cancer, right? Right. It's, people are so afraid to say it cures, it kills. And I'm like, bitch, my fucking dog <laughs> right. with <was> five years <laughs> You're <loving proof>. after <laughs> I don't care what you say, but that cured my fucking dog. Oh, she was an original. She didn't die of cancer right. after the vet told me she had eight weeks to live. So yeah, go fuck yourself with your little.
1: Eight weeks to five, sem- five years. Yeah. Semantics.
2: Yeah. Um, hold on. I want you to. Yeah. I just wanted uh, did you have to me, uh,
1: make sure. All like- of the. Um, were you doing CBD yeah. with the uh, wording, the full, yes. full extract side by side, yes. essentially? Okay. Yes. Yes. Awesome.
2: So when, when we were doing it, so I think um, because of the CBD, the hempium, the, the nano CBD that Jesse's um, referring now is, um, because of the absorption rate. When I first with before we got on that CB, that nano CBD, I was doing two or three tinctures. Two to three times a day. And then at night, the oil, it's like the black tar. And I would just put it right on her tongue. Yeah. And if you go to Pizza. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So there was a difference between, and I was trying to find um, uh, here. Oh, here you go. Um, The difference between um, Rick Simpson oil and the way that it's instead of ethyl alcohol there's different ways about that. And then even, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Simpson, actually, let me read this to you right here. Uh, Oh shit. Anyway, I, I got to find it. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. But there was a difference between the way Rick Simpson did it and between the way that, that the stuff that we refer is, is instead of alcohol, it's ethanol um,
1: or uh, yeah, that might be right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm no chemist, yeah. but <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, yeah, no, I I just uh, wanted to get the language correct on, you know, exactly what, what you were using, um, if you were using them side by side and all that, but yeah, I think, I think that sums it up well, um, how you explain. Oh, that, actually. Bro. Okay. So
2: here it is right here. So it says regarding, so this is on our, my dog, be cancer regarding S- Rick Simpson oil, RSO Phoenix tears, uh, Promotions of these organizations and products, blah, 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 blah. Uh, other sites. Mr. Simpson, via his own YouTube video, is well known for treating his his skin cancer with cannabis extract, giving it away to his friends. He popularized, but did not, blah, blah, blah. Mr. Simpson and associates do not want others to use the term RSO, nor do we as a group wish mm. to apply Mr. Simpson's methods. We do not believe naphtha. Naphtha. Mm. you know what that is? North, N-A-P-H.
1: North American NAPHA, free trade agreement <laughs>
2: <laughs> right no 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 this is uh, uh so it was n a p h i think that's a how did i lose my spot so i mean i'm not that high um oh yeah so we do not believe NAFTA, naphtha n a p h t h a is a safe solvent we feel ethyl alcohol in particular or an edible oils such as coconut oil or olive oil is the healthiest solvent mm. so that's the difference. Um, you will find studies supporting this point of view. Blah blah blah. So yeah, the way that he so it's not RSO, nor does he want people to call it RSO. Gotcha. And the that's, way that it's
1: uh, that's the yeah. controversy. Yeah, because I know RSO is super hard to find, like in Colorado or um, uh-huh. at least around my area. Like um, I think. Yeah, you, but doesn't you he have, have to have make a, it yourself?
2: A, 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 doesn't he? Yeah, doesn't he tell you how to make it?
1: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has plenty of videos. Yeah, so. Right?
2: I guess there's a difference between the NAF which do not believe though, whatever that is, a safe solvent. I guess that's what he uses. Uh, we fill alcohol in particular or an edible oil such as coconut oil. So, yeah, instead of that naphtha, I guess maybe he uses that. So that's the difference is we're doing the full extract. We're doing the CBD and the THC. Um, so it would I guess it would be RSO type, right?
1: Yeah. Since that's what he does. Yeah, it sounds super similar, uh-huh. if not the same. So uh-huh. I think that's, uh-huh. uh, that's, that was wonderful, brother. Uh, no, I, I think, um, you know, with cannabis, some of it gets lost in translation. And I think, you know, that yeah. was all done purposefully, it all started with, uh, yeah. you know, slang term marijuana, which was used yeah. to call like wild tobacco it wasn't even a reference yeah, yeah. to cannabis yeah. and cannabis yeah. like no one bats an eye at that name like there's nothing yeah. to scoff about we hear marijuana it's like it's this evil fucking goblin in the corner or something yeah yeah so um, it's crazy to me when i first started smoking weeds
2: um because i knew of all the strains or i knew a lot of them yeah. from dealing with the, with the cbd I oh, no, not Wait, I was smoking weed before my girl got sick. Okay, so never mind. No, I was smoking, but I, I, I really got into it late. And it, it amazed me how, when I would ask lifelong stoners, I'd be like, oh, yeah, what uh, is that? A sativa or an indica? And they didn't know. I'm like, how do you, how do you,
0: right.
2: you've been doing this longer than I've been alive. Right. How do you know? How many people didn't know the difference? <laughs> and i was like is, is that something is that something or is that just something that i experienced because i couldn't believe how many people i would ask sativa the and they just didn't know this is way before i, I think pre-legalization
1: you know, there was a lot of that yeah legalization
2: yeah, yeah. changed before,
0: that
2: way before the dispensaries which you know because i started smoking in 2010 yeah back in my and, day.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know just yeah the the older folks seem to speak like that, and they say, you know, weed isn't what it used to be. And yeah, they're right, right. in some senses. It's a lot stronger now. And Oh you know, yeah, I think it's a get a little, a little out of hand with that. And I think we got to be worried about pesticides and uh, GMOs yeah. and all that. But yeah, uh, I think you know we should all have the right to grow our own. That should be our, a God given right. And you know that that's always been my. Do you guys?
2: Do you guys not have the right out there to grow? Can you grow where you are at?
1: We don't even have medical, man. Like Oh, <laughs> we're one shit. of the last states. Yeah, we're one of the last dude, 13. Right
2: now, right now I feel like I'm Florida and you're like LA when it comes <laughs> to mass. Because I'm like Crazy, dude. What? Right. Dude, we've always been growing. So no, just in Vegas, um my stepfather uh I, I guess his family or cuz he's up from uh, Northern uh, Nevada, where they do a lot of that going up to, you know, in California. Yeah. And uh, he's he's about to retire and he started growing. Dude, you should have seen these trees. And everybody saw him like, dude, like, I don't know if he's got experience. Obviously, he had experience. I don't know, dude. Yeah. But the stuff that he stuff that he grew. So you, we were allowed to grow here. I think it's like four plants or something. Right. But uh, I couldn't believe this was was like Jack and the Beanstalk, dude. And they and the stuff actually the stuff I'm smoking now is from one of his second. um, uh, And it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, dude. It's it's so
1: ironic because we were one of the first states to decriminalize back in the 70s. But yeah, we're going to be one of the last to even get medical. Wow.
2: Nebraska. Wait, who else can't smoke? It's like Nebraska,
1: Iowa. Kansas. How many
2: states that aren't legal? Thirteen. Uh,
1: Mississippi. There's thirteen that's. Wow. Mississippi was the thirty seventh medical state, like just a few. Wow. Weeks ago. Yeah. That's so crazy.
2: It's so crazy, there's still dude. people in those states in jail for marijuana.
1: Oh yeah, even in legal states, oh. that's the that's the crazy yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you would have thought that you know, I, I mean, I didn't even think about that, but that makes sense. But I, you would think everybody who's in jail gets out
0: yeah
1: oh that's
2: terrible but, yeah,
1: Mike, Mike, go ahead i was just saying man like that's what originally woke me up was like watching that documentary i'm like what like they yeah. lied to us this much about the most useful plant known to man and yeah. kept it illegal yeah. to grow yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> when, and, and that's and that, like and then you that's, gotta question
1: everything after that
2: <laughs> that's just what i was going to say it's like people like you sh- and this goes back to feelings don't care about your facts they feel yeah. this way they feel they're on their virtue signaling they're on the high road they're with the cool people it doesn't matter because when when that came out and it made believers out of my mom and it, and i started smoking weed because the jujitsu because all the greatest jujitsu players yeah. in the world were high yeah. and i we realized that for rolling it's the best because you're mm. relaxed but you're like the matrix you're your it's like chess it's a, it's amazing it's amazing and that's what sold me on weed but when you when people when we okay now that we, everybody knows pretty much except for those 13 states when everybody knows the how the government here's an example right, right. here forget tuskegee forget the tuskegee right. project okay forget that forget the gulf of tonkin forget right. all, <laughs> all, that, stuff.
1: Forget, to forget all that stuff what they did with the native americans
2: forget all yeah forget all that stuff just right here in front of us, you like to smoke weed, right? So do I. Okay. You see what big brother did for all, since what was it? 19, what, when was it 1935 or 45?
1: 37. Thirty-seven.
2: Yeah. Okay. So since then it's that they got involved and they said, no, we got to get rid of this. Why? Because then we can't sell as many drugs. Okay. Since that's so obvious now, look at COVID. I mean, it, you, so it, even with that, even with that, you, you you can't change your mind. I say this to my friend because he's always arguing with people on Facebook, and I become like fucking Neo on Facebook <laughs> yeah. when it comes to Because I just I hit you with a roast joke, yeah. and then, and then like a drive by, and then I leave <laughs>
1: because
2: because these fucking idiots are just like this, just just going right. and going and going. I'm going. You're 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 arguing with someone on a bathroom yeah. stall. That's what you're doing. And
1: you gotta unplug when, uh, <laughs> for your own health. <laughs> for your
2: own mental health. Yeah. So even with even with that so my friend who gets into these arguments with people online, I say, "Bro, before I have any kind of conversation cuz I don't do the back and forth on Facebook. I just hit him with a roast joke and then right. I'm out." But if I Useless. get into a conversation which I do because of all the fucking woke comedians that we have now, which is oh, unbelievable. Yeah. They they can't see. Oh wait, you're on the side that's trying to censor what you're doing. Fuck they, <laughs> and it's only a matter of time before they come come back after for you. you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: So 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 as I'm as I'm talking to my friend who likes to argue with these people, I go, wait a minute, before and I go before you get into any argument with anyone. This is what I do. How many genders are there? Mm. If there's anything more than two. We're done. Right. I'm not wasting my time talking with someone who doesn't play by the rules of the fucking evidence. Yeah. And the people that are screaming, believe science, believe science science instead of that chromosome thing. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's 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 when I I'm done. I'm like, oh, you're a crazy person. I'm not fucking wasting any breath with you.
1: How many genders are there? That's it. Right. Exactly, dude. It's like, well, if if they can. I'll, I'll give them the pass if they want to have a million genders, I guess. Well, I, I identify as vaccinated then, you know, if we're going to play this game, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I'll play that identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't just exclusively like pin it down to your sexual orientation or, uh, you know, what you were biologically bored as it's like, okay, if, if, if we're going to pin it down just to that, like that's unfair as fuck. Like I want to identify yeah. as uh, this today. So, yeah, I'm going to walk in a circle without a mask. Crazy
2: people. We're, we're, and then Upside the same thing. Yeah, clown world. And then the same thing with, with, the, with the mask mandates. Okay, wait a minute. So, you just present this argument. So, I'm okay if I'm sitting down without the mask eating, <laughs> yeah. but not if I stand up. And then I don't know if you saw that guy, I think it was in New Jersey, the, the father at like a PTA meeting where the cops where the security came in and grabbed Did you see that video? Yeah. I
1: was a
2: smid, Yeah, they dude. come up, they come and grab him and it's like all you had to do bro was pull out a candy bar. you right. safe.
1: <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, I I'm
2: eating. I'm eating. And then exactly. like there's still these right before the mandate was lifted here there was at the casinos we would go there's a show out here that we all hang out on Fridays and they fuck with you without a mask but then if you're drinking you're cool so we're just carrying i didn't even carry anything nonsense, I'm like I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask yeah so so oh yeah okay i'm, I'm safe see i got right. <laughs> one time i walked into a one time i walked into a restaurant and i didn't have a mask on and he goes oh you have to wear a mask and then i went to the nearest chair and i sat down and i go i'll have
1: <laughs> fuck out of here it's, it's great dude. people man it's insane dude it, it truly is insane um uh, I, I i remember I, I walked into a pizza place where i'm from and i I walked up without a mask. I think the mask mandate was in effect. And uh, she stepped back from the counter, like from the cash register. Like she was scared of me. I'm like, <laughs> do I scare you? I asked her that. And she's like, can you put on a mask, please? And I just like sat there. I was like, uh, what?" <laughs> I was just freaked out, dude. I was like, what am I witnessing? Like I it's they're, it, they're in a different world, man. It's like, I think, uh, my my buddy Brandon explained it to me like this: like there's a there's people who are in the 3D, and then there's the 4D people like us, and then there's there's the 5D, which is even above us. And it's like, you know, for the people in 3D, they they can't see any of this. You know, it's 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 a whole different world. It's perception they is are, everything. They are in a cult. Yes, they are a cult. Yes, um, but yeah, man, um, I like yourself, uh, have partaken in other plant medicines. Um, to tell you the truth, man, cannabis kind of led me down that route. I, I always Mm -hmm. kept my nose clean, didn't really get into hard drugs, kind of made that promise to myself at a young age. And, um, cannabis had me start to question like, okay, well, if cannabis is a schedule one, like what other plant medicines are there? And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what really took me down the rabbit hole, man. And like, got me, um, into more spirituality, um, a direct connection with a a higher power versus, you know, trying to find it in a church somewhere, which I had been doing all my life. And, um, just having that revelation, um, you know, that we're all one and, you know, there is no reason to hate each other anymore. Like once you realize that or have that revelation come through and, um, yeah. So yeah, you sound like you sound like Bill Hicks. He's, uh, <laughs> he was all about that. Yeah, dude. Um, many years later, getting introduced to ayahuasca and um, how many times changed did you do my that? life. Um, I, I'm at four right now. I, I was planning on okay, going back that. in March. But hold that
2: thought.
1: Hold that thought. Because you guys will
2: appreciate this because I wrote this joke, but no one will get no one really gets this. Let's unless get <laughs> They're listening to what I'm talking about. So I go blaming gun manufacturers for murder is like blaming weed for diabetes and comparing weed and comparing weed to guns is like comparing weed to other schedule 1 drugs so <laughs> um yeah that would never work but that's good. like on your show, show's like oh they'll they'll get this oh, yeah dude for get this for sure oh, but yeah. uh four times dude i i think i stopped at 10 or 11 mm. 12 times ayahuasca yeah it's but, good to um, take breaks <laughs> for sure but no, no 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 that was that was actually over a span of like when was the first ayahuasca experience I had So about, over about five years? I did all those. Wow. But I never went down to like South America. Did you go down or did you just find local people?
1: Um, I, I found a place in Orlando that's pretty public mm-hmm. uh, soul quest uh-huh. and uh, okay. Okay. yeah, it, it was beautiful man for what it was. And um, I think, you know, there's good work being done there. I think, um, I, I would like to have the authentic experience down in the rainforest, down the Amazon. Yeah. That would be amazing, but that's a lot of money that I don't have. Yeah, So saving up for yeah. that's definitely a goal in the future. Well, but,
2: well, not only that, but I don't think I could commit to
1: a week straight of doing that, bro. Oh, yeah. That's I a whole other story. Dude, I did...
2: <laughs> the, most, the most I did it was... Um,
1: I did Friday I night did and do, Saturday night.
2: I think like, I did do two nights one... T- I think I did. And i'm like oh yeah i mean i guess it gets easier because there's just only so much you can purge
1: yeah so i i still haven't I, I, thrown I, I, out dude wow i'm one of the unlucky oh, ones <laughs> yeah. really yeah so
2: what did, did they tell you what their theory is on that because i don't remember what they used to say because there's been a few people i've seen that, that not that they didn't puke what what did they tell you or what, what what's the so what do they say
1: what what my intuition has told me and what I've come to understand is like people different people purge in different ways and uh-huh. I like many past experiences with psychedelics I had been purging and not even realized uh-huh. it like through uh-huh. yawning yawning peeing shivering goosebumps uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah yeah, shitting, yeah. Um, you name it yeah. uh, crying laughing right right those are all yeah. forms of well, purging you know
2: what just what you just made me think of is maybe you just had less baggage mm. you know what i mean maybe you were not as fucked up yeah as these other because dude i go in there i'm like fucking dude. losing demons bro I'm Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm, they're exercising demons oh, out yeah. my dark fucking ass <laughs> i thought so it was at a dark maybe, and
1: ritual for a while
2: <laughs> yeah so maybe you're just not as fucked up as like you know the other people maybe you don't have Cause, dude, that stuff's got to come up. And yeah. I remember when I first experienced it, I was laying there going, "Oh, I just got food poisoning." Because, like, I was—I yeah. I don't know why I did it. Because I was totally skeptical the whole time. I was like, "Oh, it's just food poisoning." <laughs> and then I was, and then I, and then I got it. And I go, and then I go, "Oh yeah, I'm, I just got food poisoning. That's what this is." I just—it's <laughs> like my body's saying, "Get this foreign substance out." Yeah. And then after you like. I call it like re- resetting, rebooting the hard drive yeah. cl- clearing the barnacles off your ass. And I realized, oh, no, 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 uh, you're getting rid of some shit, mm. literally and figuratively. You're getting rid of some shit. Mm-hmm. And then, so the first four or five times I did it, maybe even more than half, yeah, I'd say 75%, yeah, I'd say at least 75 maybe 80% of the, time that I first started doing it, I just puked. Mm. The last like 25-15% times, both ends. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> oh, where shit. did this come from? <laughs> just both ends all time. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. One time my friend, we went up to Red Rock up here and he got some um, mushrooms sprayed with ayahuasca. Oh, shit. So we, So we did the mushrooms and I had a full-on ayahuasca experience in the fucking desert. Wow. And I was laying there in the fucking, like we had sleeping bags and it was in the middle of the day and, <laughs> and dude, you should have seen the sky. Holy. Oh I mean, have you, okay. Does anybody the ever UFOs do ayahuasca daytime? Do they ever do ayahuasca in the uh, daytime? They, like they did it at the
1: retreat. I want to, you could do it Friday night, Saturday morning and Saturday night.
2: Oh, okay. I never did the daytime was- yet. Because I would be interested in doing it in the day. day again. Same. I don't really feel the call. I don't really feel the calling. I haven't felt calling. You know, they say you have a calling. Yeah. I haven't really felt it. Right. Um, but when I think of in the daytime, maybe now I'm like feeling that. Yeah. But, um, but dude, the sky, it was like. No light pollution. Sectioned. <laughs> it was, no, but it was sectioned. Like it was like a glass, like, uh, what do you call them? Uh, a yeah, dude. But it was, it was like, there was sections of like of the sky they were, they were sectioned off Like just like little like a not
1: a grid like an energy grid yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i've seen that too brother
2: <laughs> and the mountains yeah. were so beautiful
1: and it was but like I the was, flower of the a, life pattern or flowers it was, of life it was amazing yeah. it was amazing
2: and then i was laying there because i had already purged both both ends and then i'm laying there and then I'm I, I keep saying okay, okay, because like it wants me to get up and go purge again. Mm. And I'm like, and I and I'm sitting there laying, and I and I and I hear myself saying, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just, but I don't want to get up. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. And then I get up, and I get up, and then nothing comes out. And I'm like, and then I'm like, what, what, why did you what? Why? Why did you make me get up? Nothing's right. nothing's happening. Um, oh, the question, brother. Yeah, I think I, I think that might have been the last time I did it but i didn't that wasn't a real like i didn't pay we didn't pay to go to a ceremony we just did mushrooms up fucking
1: mountains that's profound bro I was, yeah <laughs> i've never heard of ayahuasca sprayed mushrooms <laughs> i can't imagine that with yeah March. yeah yeah dude yeah yeah I just full on battling that resistance and completely surrendering is like the only way through man and it's such a tough lesson to learn um I, I was stuck on the patio, like looking at the fire and this dude's having an exorcism like 10 feet from me <laughs> and just wow. be loud as hell screaming in different languages, you know, has multiple Whoa. volunteers trying to restrain him. Like it was nuts. Whoa. bro And I, the whole time, like, I was like, I want to go sit by the fire and like, it was just this itch to sit by the fire. And, but like the other side of myself, like there was like two voices and the one voice was like, you're already sitting by the fire, but I was on the concrete. I wasn't connected directly to the earth and the grass by the fire. And it was, it was me like second guessing myself to just get up and go sit by the fire. And, uh, Uh it's just getting over that, that second guessing and that resistance is such a profound Uh lesson to come out of it with. And, it's dude, it just built my, built my confidence in so many ways. And, you know, kind of opened me up to the therapeutic side of plant medicine and integration and all that. Um, And I think that part doesn't get talked about enough. And I think, you know, you said you're not having the calling back to it, brother, but I think Uh it's a sign that you're doing the work and, you know, you're, you're living the life that you were meant to live potentially. Maybe i'm sorry i was i was listening but you gave me an idea for a joke yeah
2: um like 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 a heckler or someone uh but it would be very inside you look like like when i'm talking about someone like uh, my other thing was like you look like the kind of person that goes the wrong way at ikea and then i realized (laughs) i'm that person that goes the wrong way at IKEA. i don't want to do what everybody else is doing i never have so my what i just what you just made me think of was um because you said something and then the fact that you didn't throw up is I was like, Oh, you, I bet you're the kind of person, I bet you're the kind of person that doesn't throw up at an ayahuasca ceremony. And like (laughs) using that as an, using that as an insult. (laughs) That'd be uh, great. Like, like you have no soul. Right. But anyway, no, but 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 opposite of what I'm saying to you, maybe because dude, like there was shit that had come out and it, it physically yeah. and it did. Oh so maybe you just don't have a lot of baggage.
1: Well, I, I think part of it too, brother, is uh just not fully surrendering and uh you know, just being distracted huh. by other people. And I think huh. you know interesting going with people you know versus going alone are two different things. Oh yeah. And I've never wondered. Yeah, alone my first yet. time. So, I think going I think alone, my first time going alone will make me puke. I think I think that's the golden key. <laughs>
2: I think, um, yeah, I went alone my first time with me not knowing anybody.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the right yeah. place to be.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, you're saying don't go with people you know. Yeah.
1: Why is that? Um, I would say, um, to not be distracted by um, other uh Uh, uh, other people around you it's it's kind of like the whole premise of Terrence McKenna's uh five grams of mushrooms and silent darkness is because you have no external influences over your experience it's all internal so you're creating Uh that with your own imagination with your own internal dialogue so yeah Uh you, you have people there for assistance like trip sitters but um you don't have anyone around you outside of them to distract you. Like you, you're just kind of in your own, your own shit. You know what I mean? And you, you don't have someone to grab onto, whether it's a girlfriend or so it's, a close oh, friend. Oh, so it's better to be better to have strangers. Okay. Yeah, I never that's, thought that's of that. That's my personal opinion. I, I, uh, uh-huh. whether, whether that's true for you or anyone listening, like that's, yeah, that's something I, you got to come just, to on your own.
2: I think that depends on the personality too, because like, yeah, if you're someone who's okay with, who's not codependent. Yeah. Then, because uh, I wouldn't even have thought of that. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody and it's not like, I mean, and, and this was like when it was just starting to happen um, and get known in, in, in the Western States. Yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe, maybe it has been here, but as far as like the kind of thing to be doing, like the, the, right. Oh, the, the check, the blue check mark people started right. talking about it. <laughs> right. So, so then it was officially on the map, but I, I just, yeah, I didn't have a, I mean, I had friends that, that smoked weed and everything, but it wasn't until, wait, I don't even know if it was, uh, i trying to think if it was Rogan I first, because I don't even know if Rogan's done it yet. Last I, I heard, don't he think he has, yeah. Last He's done I knew, DMT. He hasn't
1: done it, yeah. I don't I'm know why he won't. I figured he would be so one of the first yeah, people to sign up. Yeah, that's
2: weird. It's weird. I'm trying to remember when I first, how I heard about ayahuasca, because maybe it was on his podcast. It
1: might've been Aubrey Marcus talking um, about it maybe on Joe.
2: Yeah. But yeah, but I did it before Aubrey did really. I did it before. Oh no. You know what? Maybe, no, maybe it was around the same time. Mm. Yeah. I think it was definitely someone on his podcast or Graham Hancock uh, maybe. Yeah. And then I, and then I had done um, mushrooms before that. um, Or maybe after that, both. Anyway, I went by myself and then a couple of times i turned one of my friends onto it who is a muslim by the way mm. and he went he he was a devout muslim he wasn't <laughs> the crazy jihadist but he was a devout peaceful
1: yeah.
2: muslim and he every day so i, I met him through jujitsu and i didn't even know this he would go in the bathroom and do his like you know sim uh, sim salabim shit <laughs> either before or after class he was a devout muslim yeah and then i took him
1: praying yeah
2: i took him yeah that, that was it i took him to um ayahuasca no more no more religion he's done and his family back east all mad at him because his all none of his family practices anymore and uh and yeah so the family they they uh Put a fatwa on me. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm so j- joking. Uh, yeah. I'm sure they're, yeah, they're pissed. Because he, he went and he goes, oh, yeah, this is all bullshit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, 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 just, I just went to source. Right. Uh, I, 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 did, there was I had no a direct experience. Anymore. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was no, yeah. So that was, uh, I changed his life and he's hardcore. He's really like, he does the Wim Hof every day, every oh, morning. Yeah. Um, and I, I just started, I did it for a little bit, but I never did it hardcore like I did. I have been this winter because we, I'm in the pool, it gets down into the forties mm. and uh, I've been doing it every morning Fuck and yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, I've yeah, been doing a lot of yeah. breath
1: work too. I need to get into the cryotherapy, cold shower stuff, <laughs> cold. Plungers. Yeah.
2: That's what, it, that's the every morning. And then it sucks because right now the pool is perfect. Um mm. And it's, it's crazy because, once you do the breathing techniques and you get in there, the initial shock yeah oh my god and then you're like then you're good, you're good. and then yeah. and then my mind oh actually i should do that high and i haven't still haven't done that i haven't thought about that mm. and then my mind just goes and then i'm not there and what i do is i put on um the ramones blitzkrieg bop um because the edit okay. that i have is exactly well it was i thought it was three minutes because he says do at least do two and a half to three minutes cold every morning and if you can get down into the 40s like that even better um and so i i thought i could have swore that that blitzkrieg bop the edit i had was exactly three minutes long mm. so every morning every morning i put my phone by the pool and i just play blitzkrieg bop and i just listen. and then the other day i was like wow, that song's already over mm. like it, i didn't even realize it had already been 240 2 i think it's how uh,
1: long it is but uh so you're doing yeah, three yeah. minutes every time
2: well, I'm supposed to, I mean, I was trying, I thought I was doing three, but the, it's actually like 2:40. the song. That's still quite um, a
1: while to be sitting there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's actually, it's not, once you start doing it, you start right, doing techniques, right. bro. It's, it's funny because I'll get out of the pool, which is freezing. And then like, it's it, like the coldest it was here was like 35 yeah. no, in the, at night. And then the next day it was like forties mm. and I get out of the pool and I don't even put a towel on. I'm like, yeah, I don't even feel any of this. And then when I go into the shower and turn on that cold water, that cold water is warm. Mm. That's how cold Holy the shit. pool is. And I get in, yeah. And then because it's funny, because think of getting up in the morning and doing the cold shower and how
0: oh, that yeah. wakes you
2: up. But don't then even after need you get caffeine. Out of pool, <laughs> when I get in the pool, I'm like, oh, that's not even cold. Yeah. And then now because it's it was it's been warmer the last two days. And the pool hasn't been as cold and i'm like oh shit when summer comes i'm gonna have to get like one of those inflatable tubs because yeah. the shower is not gonna do it uh, a lot shower of
1: won't do it a lot of the ones i've seen are like those big cow tanks and yeah 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 so i saw i too. might have to get one of those and yeah well you know what own.
2: those those uh, i look into the inflatable ones i've seen them uh, i've seen them on um might have been aubrey's page okay. uh, uh instagram but they look like a big kind of um, um, Hot tub, uh, mich- like a Michelin man kind of um, inflatable thing. They're like white, and they're like a big round barrel. Oh, that gotcha. actually makes a lot more sense because with the with the trough that you're talking about, it's in the way. You know, right, you know, right, But with this thing, it's it's first of all, it's this way instead of wide. Right. And it's it looks like it's about maybe four or five feet tall, and you just submerge yourself in there. Mm. So I guess you would just fill it up and just put ice in it every morning. You know, wow. which could be a pain in the ass. So there's got to be an easier way to do that. But yeah, I'm actually for summer, I'm gonna I'm look just thinking about it, I gotta get something. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna have any because I think I think they said at least 50 degrees was Wim said to get the full benefit. What
1: what have you um, what have you noticed in changes like since you started doing it? And I guess how long have you been doing it? You said uh I've been doing it for the whole winter. Awesome, brother. Um, Fuck yeah. Dude.
2: Um Um, pretty uh, steadily Uh, and then there was uh oh okay i was doing it wait was i doing it i was doing okay i think i might have had the omicron because Mm. i had this weird like um chest like phlegm like you know after you have a cold right and you're done with the cold but then you start spitting up like
1: yellowish crap yeah
2: yeah. So it like, I had bypassed the cold and just went to where I'm getting over it. Cause that's what it felt. And then all of a sudden I started like coughing up this phlegm and it was yellow and I was like, Oh, that means you got something. Yep. And then that, so it was like maybe a week, maybe a little bit longer. I, when I started feeling it, I didn't a couple of days I felt bad. And then there was that phlegm and I was like, Oh, I don't think I'm going to do the jump in the pool. If I got something, if I'm fighting something Yeah. So that was the longest I took the time off was a little bit more than a week. Um, But what I did notice is, uh, Oh, it was during that week. And that was just, uh, that might've been December Mm. or January. And so there was those couple of weeks that I wasn't doing it. And I, I got, I I do have arthritis in this finger for sure Mm. from the jujitsu, from the grabbing and in my wrists. And since I hadn't been doing the cold, Uh, pool every morning this finger started hurting again I was like oh wow I haven't felt that because I I just I forgot that I had that like every once in a while I get this sharp pain in my middle finger Mm. and then after not doing the cold plunges it came back and I go oh shit I forgot I have arthritis in this fucking
0: finger (laughs) so that was the main one
2: that was the main one and uh, uh, that's pretty much it just the I mean I'm always more energy no, dude, No, That's actually, no, no. And and that that has to do with, with the testosterone because ever since I hit oh, two years ago, yeah, two years ago, I really started, um, I was doing jujitsu in the last, the last two years ago is when I was really doing it and just no energy, just mm. couldn't even finish a class, couldn't do a whole class of just of the rolling section. And, uh, and it's just that it's the testosterone because you every year that's what they say after the age of thirty every year you drop I think it's Turned 40% every year, year. <laughs> yeah yeah well well your thirties enjoy them because yeah bro I, that's <laughs> that's ass. what it is that's what it is is it's the testosterone I I mean I, I don't sleep uh, much I mean I don't sleep. a long hours i actually have finally so the last three years of all those three dogs that i lost started in 2018 and then 19 and 20 and i lost all three of those dogs each year hmm. because they all got that i was so so the, for those whole years i was carrying each got a whole year of me carrying them in and out of the house
1: oh my god um and That's tedious
2: and and they each had a year so there was those all those three years that i was getting horrible sleep because like they would shit right where they were laying mm. and you know i really held on too long yeah. but they were there like like they were lucid they were they were there they just couldn't move anymore and it was really i mean they they, they they just couldn't stand up so mm. the when that happened um
1: uh jesus I completely lost my train of thought i'm really high i guess you, you said when uh there was a year there when you were having to bring them all in individually to the house and you let it go too long. Oh, oh, we were talking about, oh, about energy. And so I wasn't
2: getting, so for three years, and I remember, I remember saying this out loud to myself, I go, this lack of sleep is really going to catch up to you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember thinking that as I, because when's the last time you went to bed and, and didn't get up in the middle of the night because your dog's going to the bathroom or, or so there was a good three years there for, with each dog. It was 18, 19 and 20 that. So now I'm not doing with that. And I'm, I don't get eight hours. I wish I could do eight hours. I can't even get seven. I'll, I'll go to sleep and I always wake up like around five or six hours. Always. Um, and that's actually, I've been getting better sleep since, uh, those three have, uh, we gone, but, uh, and, and then, so, with the, you know, lack of, you know, the declining testosterone, tired um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I wonder what it'd be like if I stopped doing the cold therapy. But um, yeah, I have noticed a huge difference from uh, the last few years with the, the testosterone because yes. I went to go do the testosterone therapy and they told me what my numbers were. And they were, they were like super low, but they were low. And then I got on the TRT and then it's, my hair started falling. I was like, ah, fuck that. I'll just yeah. be tired. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not worth it. I'll just be tired. Right. If it does fall, I will get back on it. But, uh,
1: right. Um, yeah, brother. I love it. Uh, uh, a point, a point I wanted to touch on too, before we get too far away from plant medicine. Um, uh-huh. I heard you mention this on a podcast and I, I, I really would love to discuss it further about you know the whole sober AA community and you know their thoughts of plant medicine breaking sobriety and um, you know just how that whole stigma has been created when I would argue that you know I, I think a lot of plant medicine journeys can end up you know letting go you can let go of addictions afterwards and you oh, yeah. know, further empower oh, yeah. yourself afterwards and what is it Eboga or ibogaine it's the same thing right yeah yeah i believe they're the same yeah what is
2: it like a ninety five ninety six? 96 uh, uh what do they call it um success rate of yeah. keeping off drugs that's For, like, nuts opium heroin yes yeah, that's so shit. nuts i i yeah i know a guy personally who uh was on was on the i think he was a tweaker and um just got off it and he and he says i can't even oh he uh, went to an ayahuasca. Actually, he did go. I went to an ayahuasca. I saw him at one, and uh, he didn't purge either. Mm. Um, and he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "He goes." I, um, I think he said alcohol doesn't do anything for me. But like, like he, like there are the people that can actually get off, stop being addicted, but still partake in like alcohol, which right. opposed to AA, where what is right. their success rate? Like ten percent. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is it like 5% it's like it's I think it's like 5 it's ridiculous yeah. that they're them falling off the wagon is like 95% I think something like that. Um and I I feel sorry for Sam and people that that um didn't know what we know about weed before they got hooked on whatever because it's like it's it's like that one um sober house where Eric Roberts goes on <laughs> and everybody's like fucking you know, having withdrawals and tweaking out and and freaking out, and he's over there drinking coffee. Reading, reading paper. can you imagine someone going them doing that that show now? And people would be like, "What the fuck are you doing there for weed?" Right. But at the time, this was this was like maybe the '90s or early 2000s, where people like you can get addicted to weed. So what I, I tell Sam, I go, and people that I know that are sober, oh, I feel sorry for you because they've got you convinced that you can't do a plant. They've got mm. you confused. You, you can't basically have salad. I right. mean, that's what we're talking about. It's right. like demonizing salad. Right. We're talking about a plant that like does this crazy thing with cannabinoids with right. your
1: endocannabinoid receptors system. or whatever.
2: Yeah. And you, and they're like they're like this. It's like oh hey hey how you doing? Yeah, right. we're supposed to be like this. And they've got you. They've got you believing that your natural like bio bio biochemistry or whatever with the of the plant is like is going to make you back into a tweaker and suck dick for Coke. <laughs> right. so I, I feel sorry. I feel, I feel sorry for Sam. I feel sorry for all those people who have been, they, they just, they've just been brainwashed to thinking, yeah. no, I can't do this. No, you don't understand. I'm an addict and this will do that. Okay. Maybe I'm not saying I know everything. Maybe that's true, but I think you'll be okay. Right. if You smoke
1: some weed. Well, and I think, you know, everyone's different. And I think, a lot of it comes down to just being hard on yourself. Like if you fuck up, like if you're too hard on yourself, you're going to continue in that cycle of, well, I guess I'm who I used to be all over again. And then you're back in. And and it's like, it doesn't have to go that route.
2: That's AA. Don't they tell you once an addict, always an addict?
1: Yeah. I mean, every, every meeting you're showing up saying I'm Andre and I'm, I'm an alcoholic. And I just don't like that programming that they're, it's like you're you're still identifying with the problem that you supposedly left and is in the past like well, stop. Yeah. stop bringing the past into the present. Like, leave that shit. In the yeah, past. you
2: know what? That's a great point, man. Yeah. Because I would say that. Why are we starting out with the negative? Yeah. Why don't we go? Hey, my name's Tino, and I'm sober. Yeah,
1: I'm in recovery. I'm sober. Exactly. Yeah, dude.
2: I think sober is the word. Yeah, I'm. No, you're not. That's your point. You're living in the fucking past. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point, man. Yeah, I never dude. thought of that. That's a great point.
1: Yeah, dude. I, I, I've, I've, I've thought that for a while, and I, I have friends that are in AA and in recovery, and. Um, I, have been going to a sweat lodge here locally, um, pretty regularly. Um, they're very connected with the, uh, a community. And I think, you know, the 12 steps do have benefit to them and, um, you know, Uh just journeying into self and, you know, self-discovery, um, you know, releasing your transgressions, making amends with those you've hurt in the past. All that shit is like great for just, you know, (laughs) self-work and, um, uh, But uh, I, I've come to realize, like, uh, the 12 steps were handed down from um, uh, Crow Dog, who was an elder, um, I forget which tribe, but it, it was essentially a Native tradition that was passed down. And there was originally 24 steps. And oh wow, a lot of the Natives have resentment. I shouldn't say a lot of the Natives. Some Natives have resentment towards, you know, the white man because of the pushing of christianity within the aa rooms and so they kind of get thrown off like oh if i go do peyote as part of my religion like i'm breaking my sobriety so it's like a huge trigger for them to be like penalized by their sober friends for that when that's a part of who they are you know yeah man yeah i feel like there's good to it but i think people can you know take what they can gain from it and leave what doesn't suit them mm-hmm. and just, you know, live your well, life. Well,
2: if I'm a, if I'm an addict and there's something that has a 95% success rate, I'm going to go do that. Right. I, mean, exactly. I mean, and I don't have to go to any stupid fucking meetings. That's
1: great, man. Right. Yeah. And I, I I'm all for like um, getting together. Not that the meetings are stupid AA people. I, I right, use right. AA meetings to practice new material. Sorry. Right, go ahead. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, dude, I, I, I have nothing against it. It's, it's kind of like going to church. Like if people want to go to church, like more power to you. If that's what makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can't judge you yeah. for that. I was there once too. Sure. But sure. Um, I just think, you know, you shouldn't judge me either. Like, because there is like a complex yeah. when you become sober of like, I'm better than you, because you still use a plant or something. Occasionally yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. we're no better here, no one's better, no one's yeah. worse, like we're all in the same playing field
2: well, it's just like
1: it's like uh what's going on with the
2: world right now and yeah. once once you've once you've figured out that there's no Santa Claus that there's that <laughs> Elvis wasn't a real black belt, and you realize that wait a minute, all this stuff has been lies yeah. since we were kids, oh yeah and once once you've seen this, so basically it's attack at this point to reference the matrix, but once you've been out of the matrix, you can't go back in. No. So it's like, you know, my mom wants me to, my mom still prays for me to go back to church and cause she's a Christian. And it's just like, it's like, no i just like we said earlier i went to source ma yeah <laughs> I, just, I went to source and, you know i'm, not, I'm not saying i'm not saying anything about jesus you know i'm sure he was great right. but i'm just saying it was like my friend with islam is like he's i don't even know why i said it like that islam like i'm a fucking muslim like islam <laughs> yeah. um i just called me so why the fuck did i say it like that? um so uh so, so when, when like people go to church and just like you say, Hey, they need, maybe they need that. Maybe that's what keeps them from killing each other. That's that's great. But if we took them and we gave them this little plant and this little drink and this little ceremony
0: yeah.
2: and be like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: This is what you've let's been really reading about here.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you've read about this, right? Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. Let's and experience it. <laughs> yeah man. and uh, you know some people will will the, the NPCs, man, mm. the people that are just their worker bees, and that's their program. I think yeah. Sam has said that where it's like, yeah. no, this is their level, bro. they've peaked. Mm. they as far as learning and critical thinking and thinking for yourself, they they peaked in high school, bro. oh, yeah so we went above and beyond and we, we, the curtain got pulled. We saw the man behind the curtain. We got unplugged from the matrix and we saw, and we're like, and that's why it sounds like, okay, don't spring, you know, agenda 2030, even though you can go read about it. Right. <laughs> don't don't spring Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates talking about depopulating the planet, which it's all right there. Like there's proof oh, of yeah. that. Like, in on the TED Internet. Talk in
1: like 2010. Right.
2: right. But he's like, before you try to to convince someone about 9-11, you gotta start with like Santa Claus. And uh, but like for for people yeah. to think that like that 911 was just these was just these 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 terrorists and uh with and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I mean but but then because we've seen it and we've we've kind of like you know swam around in it and we're like, oh yeah, I see it. Now we see it everywhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, that makes sense, and it's ruined. TV and it's ruined the mood. Well, because they're so goddamn woke. Like my girlfriend gets mad when we watch something because I'm like, "Here we go." She's like, "Can't we just watch a movie?" I'm like, "Don't you understand what they're doing? It's fucking sigil magic that is here. (laughs) Don't you understand that they're 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 trying to destroy the new the nuclear family? They're to destroy Western uh, culture so that they can bring in fucking communism. I mean, so yeah, and it's in everything. And they're making they're not making it hard to see." You know, no. <laughs> for, even if you're not paying attention, it's just like, OK, yeah, no. the, the straight white man is a fucking idiot and the woman is the best. You know, it's like there's so much just shoehorning this fucking propaganda into every fucking aspect of our life.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I mean, just growing up, you know, in the D.A.R.E. program, being taught weed kills your brain cells, <laughs> you know, uh, just like all yeah. the propaganda that was forced on our throats, um, you know, uh, regarding cannabis. Uh, and I remember the, the sheriff or police officer that was teaching my class, he's outside smoking cigs right after teaching us, after just telling <laughs> us weed kills your brain cells. Like, Dude, you're smoking something because yeah. you cancer yeah. right now, right after you told us not to smoke weed. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. So the, how many genders are there? Is the new the cop coming okay. out after giving you right. shit smoking? smoking a cigarette i mean we're in clown bro this is it's like double speak this is 1984 this is co- this is communism bro insane, this is dude. the rules for this is rules for radicals this is a, this is accuse your opponent of what you yourself are doing i mean it's all laid out there and and to try to talk to a fucking npc who's just in their day-to-day oh i don't want to think about all that i just want you don't understand if you don't think about it it's going to be too fucking late oh yeah what, is happening to this fucking country this is the last place there's nowhere to go from here you can't go you can go to fucking Costa rica but guess what you don't have any fucking bill of rights you don't have the right to free speech and bear arms you try to go into mexico and fucking carry have a gun in your fucking house i mean this is it and and i'm i'm part of the problem i didn't pay attention to any of this till 2016 when i saw the blatant just lies from the media about this guy that everybody loved, by the way. Right. And, and I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a Trump supporter per se. I mean, I was for him against fucking Hillary, 100% and against Biden. But um, I mean, I know he's no fucking angel and he's, he could be, you know, controlled opposition, who knows. But, right. um, but I, the way they went hard, the way they went so hard about him is what told me that he was.
1: Oh yeah. There's a playing, lot of fuckery, you know? going on. And there always yeah, has been, so- dude. It's like the the, Bo- the Bush Gore election, dude. Like, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, was so back. rigged. Like,
2: this goes back. I mean, and then my question is, is 2020 was obviously stolen. So why didn't they steal it for Hillary? Right. I mean, were they yeah, just that's what that didn't arrogant make sense to me?
1: I was. Were so they confused. just that
2: arrogant that they thought that she was that she was going to win? And there was no way it could win because. I mean, like I said, I, I'm part of the problem because I didn't pay attention until I saw the blatant hypocrisy from the left. And I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. But but you did this and the author of the 94 fucking crime bill and the guy who spoke at oh, yeah. one of the Cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, Biden is speaking at this guy's funeral and calling him a mentor. And then you've got the Clintons who, you know, their fucking shenanigans with the drugs and the, and the pedophilia and the Epstein. And it's like i didn't pay attention to any of this i I wish that i had gotten i wish i had known and paid attention about all this and and was there for the ron
1: paul wave oh yeah uh, i voted for ron paul back in the day yeah yeah. man
2: i would have (laughs) 100 i would have and and it's funny because i saw a meme uh about a month ago maybe longer was a picture of ron paul and it goes if i told you so was a person and because after um (laughs) biden got elected and all, yeah. and just everything he said this is what's going to happen this is going to this is what they're going to do and uh you know i because we i me included have been going about our lives with our fucking head in the sand just enjoying life like a never-ending well no it's it's gonna fucking there's gonna be a bottom
1: yeah
2: at some point and we're just thinking that this is going to be how life is for the rest of my life yeah and then and then and then this happens and I go, Oh, well, we haven't been paying attention to the infiltration of our fucking school systems, of our of our court systems, of our higher education systems. They've been planning this shit for fucking decades. I'm oh, probably yeah. preaching to the choir. You guys oh, yeah. know they've been trying to kill us from the inside for decades and it's fucking
1: working. Fuck yeah, dude. It's it's complete insanity, and it, it's just been an endless cycle. And I feel like there is, there is hope for me in that I do see like yourself, man, like you, you just said 2016, like I, I would say I woke up around 2011. Um, I I said the, the cannabis documentary started me down this cycle and a buddy Mm -hmm. showed me a video on the Illuminati. And from there it was like game on and, um, just endless research ever since. And, um, you know, I think I've started to see people wake up more and more every year. That's one yeah. man. And I think yeah. this has been the biggest awakening event yeah. ever to take place, and we're we're living through it. You know what I mean? And it's it's a rough. Well, road, that's, a man. that's a positive. It's been compared to plant ceremony, plant medicine ceremony. That's a
2: positive. That's one really. That's one positive I'll give to Trump. Whether it was intentional or not, Trump woke me up. Yeah. I'm not the only one. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Uh, did you ever read that book? Um, I found it because I she was on uh, Sam's podcast. Uh, Susan Branford, I think, is her last name. It's called um,
1: um Royal Bloodlines. Yeah, yeah. Blood Lines. I, I listened to that you episode. Read that book? I haven't read her book. I listened to that oh, episode. It's
2: not, it's not a very long of a book. I mean, I'm going to read it again. When they just because you were talking about the Illuminati. Yeah, the way you yeah when you just look these Rothschilds from, and, 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 then, and then I was just, I was really high last night before I went to bed and I was thinking about Tucker because Tucker is so on with what he's been reporting. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute. And I was really high and I could go, He's controlled opposition. I'm not saying that he is, but this yeah. is what I was thinking last night. He's, why would this be any different than war, that yep. every war that the Rothschilds have yep. funded on both sides? They pin us so against each fund, other. Yep. Yeah, if exactly. they can fund wars, because my, my thought process was, is how, is, how is Tucker, how has someone not taken him out? How right. is he still on the air? Exactly he's saying the truth. He's <laughs> yeah. telling us what we, what, we, we're all, what we all know, and he's pointing out the hypocrisy and the lies and right. the corruption. How is he still there? And I was really high. And I was like, oh, he's controlled opposition, whether he's their puppet or they're just letting this guy do that, which I don't believe I would lean more towards. He's just controlled opposition because we know we know from the fucking beginning of the Rothschilds. Oh, shit. um, I'm about to die. I'm going to go back to uh, you still there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. All right. Hold on. Okay, so I had to plug it in. Yeah, you're good. you back. Yeah. Okay, so this is without my earphones because I can't, I can't oh, charge yeah.
1: while I'm uh, You sound good to me, brother. Let me see if I can do.
2: Hold on, I can't hear you. Let me see if I can do. Oh, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. Speak. Yep. Can okay, you? yeah. That was my um, So what I'm saying is I was thinking about Tucker and, and I was thinking about Royal Blood Lies and I was like, oh my God, they have funded and started like that whole thing with Germany, how Germany didn't want to get involved and then they bait something up and and then which got Germany involved in the war so what they do is they just like like do you ever oh, see yeah. a video of the two cats on the separate fucking um, sea, uh, roofs and then that crow <laughs> goes over and fucks with this cat and the crow goes and fucks with it. and then they start fighting yeah, yeah he's, exactly he's like,
0: yeah, dude that's, that's that.
2: it <laughs> so, I'm like, so if they can if they can fund both sides of wars and start all these wars and fund Hitler and fund yeah. Castro and Mao and all these rich kids that were who's fucking uh, that when she talks about Hitler there, he's just some fucking slacker. Right. Who thinks he's an artist hanging out in coffee shops. In fucking <laughs> Berlin. And they fucking, right. yeah, it's, well, read this book. Great. Um, okay, uh, royal Blood Lies. And I'm like, okay, so if they can do that with wars and killing millions and millions of people, why can't they do that with our news networks?
1: Oh yeah. So Operation so I went, to
2: a, I went to a different level when I was, high. I was like, oh, he's controlled opposition. Yeah. Cause what is he doing? He's telling us the truth. Against these lunatics. And so we're fighting with each other, not paying attention to fucking Ghislaine Maxwell and her fucking pedal ring, which nobody fucking cares about.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, we're all distracted from it. I think, dude, it's the same fucking thing over and over again. It's the Hegelian dialectic. It's the problem uh, reaction solution. So they create the problem we give the reaction yeah. to that problem yeah. and then they give us the solution. It's the same fucking shit over yeah. and over. And this, this whole thing we're living through, man, it was like that played out exactly. Like what was, yeah, there was a- what was the problem? Oh, there's people dying in the but, streets in China. You know, this massive yeah. virus is spreading. What's the reaction? Massive panic and everybody's got to stay inside. What's the solution? Mass vaccine, yeah. roll <laughs> like, like clockwork, dude, like, and for those who could see, I feel like early on, you got a sense like something wasn't right. Like, because it started in March and, you know, you started to yeah. see like, where's this shit going? Like anal swabs, like, um, uh, just so much, so yeah. much, uh, fuckery going on, man. Yeah. Yeah. But we yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hate to focus on it too much, brother. Uh, this has been a beautiful conversation. Um, so great getting to know you more. And man, I, I, I really vibe with you, man. I, I really like your energy and I like what you're bringing into this world, man. I, I think you give a lot of people hope and inspiration um, in many different ways. And um, I've made a, tr- a tradition lately um, I like to end on a positive note. So if you just want to say any daily spiritual practices that you kind of use to help keep you grounded throughout the chaos.
2: Well, the only thing that I'm really been uh, disciplined at right now uh, is the breathing and the cold plunge every morning. Um, I do need to smoke more because I'm pretty aggro a lot with Mm. what we just discussed. And, uh, and I find myself being aggravated a, a lot. Mm. And I was just thinking about this morning, Pony Boy, the dog that you just saw, I, like jumped up on my uh, on my chest this morning when I was sleeping. And then I was like, you know what? If I just do this every time I get pissed off, just come over here and just pet my dog, mm. because he's <laughs> just the best thing ever. <laughs> so, so that's the thing. It's like it's like you know that oxytocin's released when yeah. you when you pet the dog. But not only that, it's just it's like, you know, you know, there's the weed and then there's this. Because what I was thinking was like, like, I never believed I was like when I was a musician, I was like, oh, you know, singing about love and all that. But I never really believed in love. I just thought it was like a chemical reaction, like quoting Al Pacino and uh, Devil's Advocate. Uh, love is just biochemically no different than eating large sums of chocolate. <laughs> so, so I always looked at it. I always looked at it like it was just a biochemical thing to get you to procreate. And then mm-hmm. I go, Oh no, 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 There is such thing as love because I love this dog yeah. and there's nothing physical there. There's nothing. Well, most of the time, there's nothing <laughs> that, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it's just like, no, dude, this is like my boy. I, I All of all my dogs. And yeah. like, if you could, my, my point was when I was petting him this morning is if you can, I think if you can put yourself in that state where you're feeling love like that uh, more than a, a couple of times a day, I think it'll be like, you know, meditating for a fucking hour yeah.
1: um, because to life.
2: like, like being like, yeah, like am I, am I laughing all the yeah. time that like, that's good for you. We already yeah. know that the studies, whatever, but like to be in that state where I'm just looking at this dog and I'm like, I love this dog. And I'm in that state of love. And it's, you know,
1: I think it's like exercise for your soul, right? Yeah. I need more of that and I need more weed. I love it, brother. Well, uh, Tito, thank you so much for coming on, brother. This has been a good time. Uh, uh, I, I just wanted to give you opportunity to plug, um, you know, your uh, everything you got going, uh, any events coming up, uh, whatever you want to plug, oh, brother, okay. Yeah,
2: I could use I could use some uh, some more followers on Instagram since I've been paying attention to that lately, Yeah. because uh, me and my friend. Oh, the guy that hosted that five hundred Trez.
0: Yeah, him and I've talking
2: about Him and I've been talking about starting a um, a podcast, and we already have a name for it. Uh, I was I was kind of um, going, uh, kind of having second thoughts, but he says we should keep it. Sam says we should keep it. The, the name of the podcast is Trigger Rich. And um,
1: <laughs> I like it. And, and listen, great, like, really.
2: but when I'm high, like right now, like uh, do I want to? be that guy you know and like start off with that note but it's kind of clever and everybody loves it so i'm we're gonna try that um okay but my my point was what was my point oh about where to find me so yeah so follow my instagram and then you could be there um my instagram is just punchantino sanchez and then there's a picture of my hair i look like a fucking black rooster um or if, if anybody knows the When We Were King's documentary about Muhammad Ali fighting um, George Foreman, and they said, Ali, Bumaye, Ali. So my Instagram is Tino Bumaye. And the B-O-M-A-Y-E, and the way you spell it is weird. It's B-O-M-A-Y-E. So T-I-N-O, B-O-M-A-Y-E. Tino Bumaye is, is kind of how they pronounce it. That's my Instagram. And please follow us at My Dog Beat Cancer on instagram and then here's our peace love and pitbulls facebook page can you see that yeah and it's got the kissing booth of the five pitbulls in the uh, kissing booth on the main main page and uh so follow um us there and if you have any uh questions anybody about uh oc uh healing project which is jesse and isabel ramirez there in long beach california the guy so he lost his brother to cancer. That's how everybody gets into this. You know, yeah. you, you know, you, you lose somebody and then you kind of educate yourself on it. And he started the healing project. So you can go to healing-project.info, healing-project.info or org. I think it's info. I should double check that. And then, um, but you can find that right on our page, um, on peace, love and pitbulls.org. If you, um, Spell it all out. Yeah. He- healing-project.info takes you directly to Jesse. and You can schedule time to talk to him. The guy, he is good people. I stake my name, Peace, Love, and Pitbulls, 501c3 Rescue Training Advocacy on it. He's, he saved my dog. He, he gave my dog five more years in, before we lost her to old age. And autoimmune diseases, too. Talk to Jesse for anything. And that, and that CBD, that, that nano-CBD, talk to him about that, too um it's the guy knows his stuff and he's we're saving lives it's all it's good, great
1: yeah. shit well thank you brother uh it's been an honor and uh thank you all for listening out there um i love you all <laughs> and hope you gain something from this and i send you peace and love hope you have a great week